This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday the 15th of November. In your Sport Today, Australia win the T20 World Cup. Liam Jones retires from the AFL. The Wallabies go down to England and standing in the Hall of Fame. This is your Sport Today. We start today with the news that Australia has won the Men's T20 World Cup final. Those Aussie cricket fans who got up extra early got to watch Mitch Marsh get Australia the win with seven balls remaining and eight wickets in hand. Gabs, how did it all go down? Well, it went down really well if you're an Aussie fan and it couldn't have started any better when Captain Aaron Finch won the toss and chose to bowl first. Now, this was really important because teams who batted second at night in Dubai had not lost all tournament. The big moment in New Zealand's innings was when Kane Williamson was dropped on just 21 by Josh Hazelwood. He went on to make 85 and he took down Mitch Stark. The Aussies' figures of none for 60 are the worst of his career. New Zealand then set Australia 100 and 73 to win and David Warner's good form with the bat continued. He scored 53 but the start was Mitch Marsh. He hit a six from his first ball and he went on to post the fastest 50 in men's T20 World Cup final history. He finished with 77 not out from just 50 balls and was named player of the final. Gabs, I've barely slept, but the <laughs> adrenaline is still pumping. Uh, Australia were the number one team in the world about 18 months ago, but slipped to seventh by the start of the tournament. That's why they were considered outsiders to win the whole thing, but now they have, and the trophy cabinet is complete. The Men's T20 World Cup was the only major trophy that Australia hadn't won, but make some room in the cabinet because it's theirs now. They lost to England back in the 2010 final, but it wasn't the case this morning. As you said, Australia's ranking had dropped, and that's because they lost five series in a row after they became number one. But to be fair, they never really had their full strength side. They did, however, in this tournament, and players like Marsh, Hazelwood and Zampa all starred, and Warner was named player of the tournament as well. Coach Justin Langer says this is a special team and Marcus Stoiner said after the match, this team actually really loves each other. Yep, lots of love there. Uh, They won't have to wait too long to defend their new trophy. It's on again next year in Australia. But next up for the Aussies, it's the Ashes. That starts on December the 8th in Brisbane. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile has to be on the cricket. And we're asking how many World Cups, both 50 over and T20, have Australia's men's team won? So that's combined. Gab's got a clue for us. The answer to the question is the same as the number of fours that he hit in this morning's match. And he hit lots of fours and he hit lots (laughs) of sixes, Gab's. Find out the answer at the end of the show. If there wasn't a World Cup final on this morning, this would have been the top news story. Uh, Yesterday, Carlton Blues defender Liam Jones announced his retirement from the AFL. He's done it for personal reasons. Yeah, and this is a blow for incoming Carlton coach Michael Voss. And it's a big deal because A, he's only 30 years old. B, he's considered one of Carlton's best players, let alone best defenders. And C, last week it was reported that he was reluctant to get vaccinated. Now, there's Victorian-based players must be double-jabbed if they want to start pre-season training, and that was going to be on December 6th for Jones. But 
Given it takes three weeks to get both jabs, he would have needed to have his first dose by yesterday if he was going to make the start of preseason. Jones had played 161 matches and was reportedly on close to $500,000 a season, but now new coach Voss will need to find a replacement for his defender. Yeah, in a statement, Jones said he hopes people will respect his decision and his privacy and that he won't be making any further comments on the matter. So expect to hear plenty more on this one as the AFL season inches closer and there's more talk about vaccinated players. The remote was getting a fair old workout this morning because the Formula One was also on in Brazil. Championship leader Max Verstappen was expected to win, but he finished second behind main rival Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, so Hamilton has got seven world titles, but this is being described as one of the best wins of his career. It's because he was disqualified from qualifying because of an issue with the rear wing of his car. It meant that he had to start yesterday's sprint qualifying from the back of the grid, but he raced through the rest of the field to finish in fifth. He then copped a five-place penalty on the grid, so he had to start today in 10th, but it didn't matter. Hamilton made up several places in the first few laps alone, and he eventually got past Verstappen with 12 laps to go after the pair had narrowly avoided a crash a bit earlier. Fez, he was absolutely stoked after getting the win. Yep, he was on the podium with the Brazilian flag wrapped around him. It's a huge result in the standings because Hamilton is just 14 points behind Verstappen with three races to go. The next race is in Qatar on a Monday morning. Let's go to Europe now because the Wallabies were beaten by England in the rugby yesterday morning and things could get worse with captain Michael Hooper in doubt for the rest of the tour. He injured his foot in the loss. Yeah, he came off in the second half and he told reporters after the match that he's going to do everything he can to play against Wales on Sunday morning. And it's a pretty big deal if he's ruled out because Hooper is regarded as one of the best forwards in the world and he's also played in every match since Dave Rennie became Wallabies coach. The Wallabies were beaten 32-15 by England and it was their second loss in a row on this tour. It's also the eighth time in a row they've been beaten by England and they were held trialless yesterday. The other big result was Ireland's 29-20 win over the All Blacks. It's the third time in five years the men in green have beaten New Zealand. The All Blacks, they can bounce back against France this week. While the Wallabies, they're going to play Wales on their final match of the tour. Our netball fans will be all over what's going on with former Aussie captain Caitlin Bassett. Uh, Basically, she's in the Australian Diamond squad but doesn't have a super netball contract. We haven't heard much from Bassett, but in an interview on the weekend, she says overseas players in the super netball comp are taking up valuable roster spots that could be filled by Aussies. Yeah, so unlike some other international sporting competitions, the Super Netball Comp has no limit on how many international players can be in a team. Now, Bassett says by not having a cap or a limit on the imports that it's denying local players a chance to play. And it doesn't look like changing anytime soon either because Netball Australia's CEO Kelly Ryan says they love international players because it helps grow the game and that they won't be discussing introducing a cap on imports. Bassett is 33 and she's played 100 matches for the Diamonds, but after playing in New Zealand this year and injuring both her knees, she didn't get a super netball contract, and that's despite being in the Diamonds squad. Yeah, it's a unique situation for sure. I've put a link in the show notes to that interview with Bassett if you want to read more about where she's at. 2021 is an Olympics year, so it's only fitting that six former Olympians are part of the latest group of athletes to be inducted into the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. Gabs, what Hall of Fame would you be part of? 
Well, I'm not sure there is one, but I'm really good at eating heaps of pizza. I want the speed and the endurance sorted out, but I lack the strength to know when to stop. But you can't question the eight inductees into the Sport Australia Hall of Fame who will be acknowledged in a TV special on December 2. The six Olympians we mentioned are cycling great Anna Mears, hockey star Jamie Dwyer, long-distance runner Steve Monaghetti, water polo player Tom Hode, world champion hurdler Jana Pittman and former Socceroos skipper Mark Viduka. The list also includes former women's cricket captain Karen Rolton as well as shooting legend Libby Kosmala who competed at 12 Paralympics Games. While Monaghetti and Hode both achieved a lot as athletes, they're being inducted for their work in sports administration. Now, the Don and the Dawn Awards will also be presented. That's on December 2. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye what's coming up. And Gab's uh, a legend of moto racing, retired today. Valentino Rossi, it was the last race of his MotoGP career. He finished 10th in Valencia. He's a seven-time MotoGP champion. He retires at the age of 42, 24 years after his first world title in the 125cc category. He's a legend of the sport. Yeah, he certainly is, Fez, and it's quite fitting that he received some send-offs from other sporting legends. We're talking Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, who sent some messages on the big screen, as did actors Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves, and our very own Chris Hemsworth. Yep, he got a shout-out from Thor. I think Ronaldo was there <laughs> waving the checkered flag for him as well. Um, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. How many men's World Cups has Australia won, both 50 over NT20? Gabs, you said it was the same number as the fours Mitch Marsh hit in his innings this morning. How many did he hit? Yeah, well, it was six of one, half a dozen of the other, really. So, in short, six. Yes, it was six. They've won five 50 over World Cups and just the one T20 World Cup. That's uh, today. All right, that's it for us today. Thanks again for sticking with us and we'll catch you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.